Barley Boys. Uh, I'm Devin Beerkham. I am Sean Smith. And I am Adam Osik. Welcome and, uh, to our first ever podcast. Yes. We're going to take you through our journey of homebrewing. Yep. We're looking to just get everybody we can into homebrewing Psyched and take them along it. the journey. See if we can learn together and figure stuff out. We've only been doing this for six months, so we're, we're pretty new at it, but we think just going to try and have some fun with this. We so. want you guys out, out there as an audience to ride along with us and experience our uh, you know, brewing faults, things yeah. that we've learned along the way, so that way you can yeah. maybe skip over them and then you don't Exactly. Have to we want to encourage people to get into this because it's it's a blast and and we just it, it's it's a great community to be a part of. There are a ton of people doing it and it's getting more popular every day and we're all driving the fun van, and we want you to ride shotgun. That's right. That is true. All right. But watch out, because me and Sean are already riding there, so you're probably going to have to sit yeah. in the bag seat. All right. So let's talk Adam. about how we're yeah. familiar with each other first. Okay. You know. That sounds good. All right. Well, we we Adam and I met our freshman year at college. We lived on the same floor. And Match.com. Then, yeah, Match.com. We uh, found found each other. Uh, it's actually... <laughs> No, a men not. seeking men ad. Craigslist. <laughs> Strictly Craigslist. platonic here. But, I wanna, so, let's nip that in the bud right now. After yeah. our freshman year, we, we started rooming together, and we've been roommates ever since, and uh, that is how we met. That's how you sparked the homebrew thing. Yeah, we uh, living together. We kind of have some common interests, and we do some wild stuff. So Wild and crazy guys. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And I met you guys out of a mutual friend. That That's we, right. You're, well, oh, one your of our, roommate. our old roommate. We well, don't like him very more much. More of a friend of yours. Yeah, it was ours. a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I became familiar with you guys. And uh, when I really got to know you guys well, that is just when you guys had started. The, you've been brewing for, I think, a month. That's right. You had just uh, moved moved to the same town as us and Lincoln. You mm. just moved to Lincoln and that was when we were getting into it. So it was kind of all sparking at the same time, I guess. So yeah. why don't you, Adam, kind of tell us how, because you were really the catalyst, I think. So why don't you tell us about that that field trip? Ah. Well, I went on a uh, field trip for uh, that is, uh, that's a pretty, you know, five hours away. So, yep. you know, we're riding back from this field trip, and it was my birthday. It happened on the field trip. And yes. I had some birthday money burning a hole in my pocket. So we decided, or I was talking to a guy, and he said. Tell him about Sean Smith. Oh, yeah. oh and it was, I, I'm getting there, Sean. And there was a guy that. <laughs> I want to um, hear about him. Yeah. <laughs> Say his name. So there was a guy on the, uh, on the bus named Sean Smith, not the Sean Smith I know. But not he, the Barley Boy. Him? Not the Barley Boy. Not the Barley Boy show. Yeah. yeah. Not the one we all know and love. Um, he, uh, and he, he was a home brewer. And he, uh, he told me about it. And I thought, wow, this is right up my alley. You know, I love to cook and I love beer. And I thought, you know, the, why not, you know, fuse them together to create one super hobby? That's right. Super <laughs> hobbies. That's what and we're all about. Liquid gold. That's yeah. That's right. Liquid gold. Okay. So then I, I was uh, coming to pick Adam up. From that field trip, from one Sean Smith because, to another. Yeah. So Adam then, uh, Sean after the of Sean, <laughs> after Sean let him go, this Sean swept him off his feet, took him to the homebrew store. And we picked out our first kit uh, for a starter kit and got our first beer. And I think we were brewing that night, weren't we? We were, and yeah. yeah and today well, we're going to tell you about that. Day. Five <laughs> hours we had. We had beer. We're we're starting, yeah. So then, uh, Devin, why don't you tell us about how? How, how got you got into, into it. 
Well, uh, when I met you guys, um, I had come to Lincoln. I hung out with you guys a couple times, and I think as when I was initially going to start to move in with you guys, that you guys had been brewing for Again, a month. Strictly plutonic. Yeah, <laughs> and you showed me your this kit. This is a red state. Yep. You call, you <laughs> yeah, we are in a red state. <laughs> you, show, you showed me your kit, and uh, I got really excited. <laughs> You're really you showed, excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really excited. I about saw Adam's his kit. kit. <laughs> Most people call the cops. <laughs> Uh, but I uh, got really sparked. And I, oh, is that what uh, you'd call it? <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe this brewing thing is something that would be cool to do. And I went out, and I was expecting loan money back. Nothing like there free, you go. free money. Free money. That was probably going to We brew on the government's dollar in this Devin Beercom is not a finance major. That is for sure. <laughs> and I uh, went and bought my deluxe kit and uh, started brewing. I brewed at your guys' house. Yeah, you brewed at our house. Yeah. Brewed that's there, right. and Adam helped me out a little bit. And that's when I, yep, the night that I got it, or the day that I got it, that night, I was already brewing my first Yeah, pack. so there's some quick turnaround, especially if you... If you have a homebrew store in your town, you can pick up a kit and get right at it you that night. You can be brewing in two hours. Yeah, you, you won't. Yeah. You won't have the beer done. I yeah, mean, the beer is going to be a three, month four down weeks. the road. But, but anyways, but there's not a better feeling in the world. And speaking of feelings, let's talk about the, our own personal joys of homebrewing. And yeah. I'll start with me. I my favorite thing well, about yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start I'm with the most important this one guy. Off the, right off this the bat is, here. This podcast is about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, the joy that I get from the home brewing is, like, you know, everyone loves beer. You know, I love beer. You guys love beer. And the thing about us is we don't like, yep. like, just regular beer as in, like, the Pilsners, you know, like the Bud Light and stuff. Like, we understand good-tasting, flavorful beer. And I think the one thing that I really enjoy is experimenting and making these flavorful beers and trying them. And I really like sharing them with people, I think, is my favorite thing. I like to taste it, and I love having other people taste it and seeing their reactions yeah. on how and that's well, so that's the joy that I get from the like a face of horror from the hops, but yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's the joy that I get. It's I enjoy doing it, and I love people's reactions of the my my beer. So yeah, I think for me, the main thing is uh, it's you, there's so much to do and so much to learn that it's like when we started doing it, it just opened up a whole new world because the beer you can go get in the store, it's just. Most of it is not as complex as you can make. I mean, you can make better beer at home than you can buy in a store. Um, well, definitely. I mean, that's something. I, to, yeah. Like, and you, there's, I think, from, from going through the journey, you enjoy beer more, and it's just a creative you thing. It's like it. yeah. it's like making a good meal, and there's a lot of anticipation when you yeah. you try new things, and you think, okay, so how's this going to turn out? Am I going to like this? And and when it when it finally comes to fruition, it's just awesome. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's a creative outlet to. It, it's like you know, it's it's like cooking a meal for the first time. The first time you've ever cooked like a you know like a an Oriental dish or something like that. It mm-hmm. is. It's tasting it, and it's it's a whole new set of ingredients. It's not, and you put it together, and it's comes out beer eventually. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, but it's always beer. So, I mean, it... You can drink it. Exactly. It, it, it's always drinkable. It's yeah. a drinkability. <laughs> Being responsible. So let's talk about... Um, what, you want to talk about how we all got... What, how we got started with yeah, our kids. What, what, what do get? you need to start? Yeah. And where where are some good places to get? Because remember, audience, we're here... We want, we want to get you guys... Uh, 
we hope psyched up for the beer for the beer brewing for that guy listening out there (laughs) yeah (laughs) we want to get you guys excited about the did it oh man we're going to get you guys excited about this got dark (laughs) the beer brewing okay so what you would need what you would need for your first first day you're going to need a starter kit um a, a, a quit starting equipment kit, and you're going to need your recipe kit. So why don't you talk about Adam the pricing that comes with that starter kit? Okay, a, a basic starter kit. Okay, um, some good places to get it. Some it depends on where you live. If you live in a big town, maybe there'll be a, a homebrew store. Mm-hmm. But there's all there's plenty of great places online you can go Correct. and find these kits. Yeah, um, um, yeah, and it's and, and the problem is is a lot of. A lot of smaller towns out there don't like in Nebraska. The only two, the only Omaha and Lincoln are the only towns that have uh, that have a homebrew store. So I mean, it, it, but that doesn't mean you can't brew. You Absolutely can. Absolutely you, you can. There is you the know, internet. There are seven or eight big, big companies online that you can get it, and countless others that are you know and have great customer service. We've all done business with them. And uh, so, what are we getting here? What do we What do we need? What comes in the starter? Yeah, okay, what I, do we need? I see what you're saying. Okay, so um, a starter kit basically is just going to come with your fermenter, your bottling bucket, and other gadgets to help you through the thing. And it'll come with some sanitizing and cleaning stuff, which is very, very important to the brewing process. Which we'll process. all talk yes. about. Which we'll talk about in, a, you know, in the so, next podcast. So what equipment does it not come with that you will need? Okay. Uh, well, really nothing. Um, the well, the brew pot. You, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, a lot of kits. Yeah. You need, you need to have a pot that can boil two and a half gallons of water. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the and uh, they'll, process. The, these online sites, if you want, they will sell... Some pretty high quality mm-hmm. pots for you, but otherwise you can use. If you've got something at home that's big enough, you can use that. Yeah, we br- especially for your first couple times. Yeah, we do. I, that's what we would suggest. We don't have. We didn't have an expensive brew pot, and yeah. it. Excuse me. It worked out. Uh, it worked out fine. It just you're you're just boiling water in it. All right. Right, and then so after you've got all your equipment set, you're ready to go. Now you need your stuff. You need your ingredients. You know what makes beer. We need the stuff that makes beer, right? Correct. Yeah. So Correct. they sell, at your first time, uh, you're going to be using an extract kit. And uh, that is essentially comes with malt extract, which is uh, like concentrated. It's malted, yeah, it's malted barley that have, they've taken the water out of. Right. It's mashed and the starches have been con- converted into sugars. Right, so a lot of time the liquid malt extract it looks kind of like a syrup. It'll come in a tub, and they have dry malt extract that's like a powder, and essentially, uh, that is instead of going from grains like they would in a big brewery, you're going to go from these concentrated materials. Um, and what else? What else comes in that kit? You got uh, your, your hops, hops, your yeast, your um... You'll That's get caps, caps, and, and priming sugar. Priming sugar. Um, what what else you're gonna need is you'll you'll have to buy probably two cases of bottles unless you can find you know a glass bottle that isn't a screw top around your house. So those run you about I think twelve bucks a case. Something like that. Yeah. Twenty four. So, so yeah, and then you can make beer. Yeah. So your first awesome. all all together, yeah. if you're let's say you're getting a thirty dollar kit. Recipe kit. Yeah, bare bones. You can do it for 120 bucks, maybe 120. Well, 80, 80 bucks for the equipment kit. Thirty bucks for the for the 
recipe and what twenty bucks for the for the bottles. Yeah, that'd be one hundred thirty bucks. All right, let's talk about the brewing process here. Okay, let's talk about. We got the kit. We're ready to go. Our first step. Uh, we're, we got the box open. You're gonna. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the extract brewing process right now. Got your kit. You've got your equipment. We're going to talk to you right now through a, like a somewhat a step-by-step process of how you make your beer. Maybe some things that you will you'll might run into, some questions mm-hmm. that we'll hopefully uh, have answered for you guys and kind of get you to see how easy it is to... Get you a little more comfortable to, with the process. Yeah, get you more familiar with what the beer what brewing process be is. So, so you step one. Adam, you know. So what you're going to do your is you're going to text my girlfriend's wagon. sister. I'm right, sorry. Shut up. Don't worry about it. You're going to want to first probably, well, if you if everything's new, you probably wouldn't have to do this. But wash, wash mm. everything. Wash your yeah. fermenting bucket. Yeah, I think we should preface that by in beer brewing, sanitation is everything. Yeah, because you don't you don't want to spend Write thirty down, forty dollars on your kit and then. You crack your first beer open and it tastes like... It's infected. Like, yeah. You know, and what that is, is there's natural yeast, there's bacteria. And there's nothing... Don't to, ever think no, when you're buying something that it's already clean, because mm-hmm. it's not. You know, people right. touch it, it's a, you know, it's coming out of right. factories, you've got to clean these. Yeah, beers. and like Sean was saying, what was it? Well, the, the, the thing, don't fear infection. It's not going to hurt it, you. There's nothing in, like, in yeah, living beer that yeah, can hurt you. Yeah, you're not going to get sick from it. It's just going to taste nasty if yeah. something does get infected. Yeah, yeah it's so not there's hurt nothing you. to fear in brewing your own beer. Yeah, there's and it, it won't. You won't go blind. You, yeah, you, this I mean, ain't it, moonshine. It's not. I mean, we'll get there, but it's not cleaning moonshine. your stuff. Step one was cleaning your right. stuff. Step two. Wait, and, well, and, you clean, <laughs> you you clean everything. Yeah, and yeah. then before you get started, you you sanitize immediately before. Yeah, yeah. If it's um, before well, it goes not not your boil pot. Right. You won't say yeah, if it boils, it's okay. Part yeah. of the cleaning, but process. It, yeah. Anyway, what you, and a lot of these kits come with um, or, uh, grains that you steep in water. Now, and what that you you put it in like a like a cheesecloth type bag, which will come with it, which will come with it, and mm-hmm. it uh, you put it in water. I think they usually tell you to do it about 150 degrees for 20 minutes. Yeah, and so with that. You're you're gonna need a thermometer, and yeah, that and should that, come. That'll with be your in your equipment, equipment kit, kit. Mm-hmm. right? And uh, and then that um, what that does is that is converting the starches in the grains into sugar, and sugar is what the yeast eats to make alcohol. So yes. you're using a, um, I, I gosh, I can't even remember what they're guinea sacks. I think is what they're called, maybe. And you're putting your grains there. So you, when you're holding it up, it'll it's like also a hold sack your potatoes of, when you're done. Grains. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, basically what you're doing is an up or down motion. Yeah, you're constantly uh, yeah. agitating it. Yep, for 20 minutes Like straight. a tea bag. Yeah, like a tea bag, yeah. up and down right. in this a bag full of tea. pot. Yes. And your water's going to change color, and it's going to be really cool because it's going to start looking it's gonna like the smell, color of the beer. And it's, it's going to smell, smell delicious. Fantastic. Yeah, it smells awesome. That's the best. Warn part. your wives, girlfriends, because sometimes they get upset about that. But yeah. you're going to love it. Unless your name yeah. is Danny, who yeah. constantly bitches. <laughs> Yeah. smells because it smells like delicious grains okay and then, what's next so that we're gonna get that water boiling yeah once you get it to a boil you're gonna hold it at that temperature Wait, you're not steeping anymore well though. when you when I you're steeping, steeping when you're steeping done. the challenge is to hold hold the thing 
have the right Which temperature I think for twenty minutes. Might be a seven on the stove. On our stove, it it's, gets up to a seven, and then you t- we turn it down. And once it's up there, to hold yeah, it doesn't it. take a lot. Turn your stove down. Yeah, yeah t- it it depends, you know, on your equipment. That's just something you're going to have to figure out. But you got to tweak it right. probably for that twenty minutes to keep it in that and as long temperature as you don't, you know, zone. If you don't get over one eighty, your it, conversion starts at one forty and ends at one eighty. So um, if you know if you hit somewhere close to 150, you're okay. You're not going to ruin your beer if you're you know mashing at 160. But anyway, right. preciseness. That, the more precise you are, the more consistent you can be. Yeah, but it's not the end of the world if you can't get it exactly right. And then so after that, what are we doing? We're boiling. We're boiling. We're boiling for yep. an after hour. After that 20 minutes, time, right? you take your grains. Your you take your steeping bag out of the pot. Throw it away. Throw it away. Don't don't squeeze like like don't squeeze your grains. Yeah, in the you're bag. not gonna like, want to. You're do not that. gonna want to like drain it like or yeah. Like I don't sometimes know how they're I'll saying. take my when I'm making tea. I'll yeah. take, when I take squeeze the tea it, bag, try I'll to try get and those get extra flavors out. out. Don't don't do That's that for this. This is a no no for it. And I think it states it in your recipe too. Do not yeah. squeeze it. Yeah. And just you know set it on like well, I think we have like paper plates or some, or a plate next to it where you just set your bag on there. Pitch it. And you turn up the stove and you're getting that. You're gonna get that baby boiling. Yep. And, w- and then once it's boiling, we're going to add the extract. Now, extract comes in two flavor or two, two types. Forms. There's liquid malt extract, and there is dry malt extract. Yep. And the names are very self-explanatory, and you the can't mess it up. liquid's more like a yeah. – it's like a syrupy sort of – It's like, like molasses. molasses sort yep. of thing, and you're pouring it in there, and you're, it's, sometimes it's and nice to have a brewery. In your buddy. recipe, they're going to write those. Usually, they write those as LME or LME. DME. Mm-hmm. And that stands for liquid malt extract or dry malt extract. So, and you're, so you're pouring it in, and you're you got a stir stick, and you're stirring. You the want to stir that vigorously because that is what it is. It's pure sugar. We don't want it to stick to the bottom of the pot mm-hmm. and burn. Which happens yeah. if it does, it does. Whatever. Um, and then you boil. The dry malt is going to clump a lot yeah. when you yeah. first pour it in, and don't so worry you're about that. Evenly. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. good to have a buddy maybe to like you know be pouring it in there while you're vigorously stirring, yeah. stirring it up so that way drinking you know, beer the whole time. That yeah, drives. and always enjoying a home brew while you're home brewing. Mm-hmm. And if you can't exactly. get That's a nice key part, get a nice uh, you know like a Sam Adams or a Boulevard or a New Belgian or something to be drinking or you know just to enjoy yourself while you're in while that's you're right. making right and, and and that's the really important thing about you know like it's a hobby the main book says relax don't worry have a homebrew it if something goes barley wants to become beer mm-hmm. it, it will it will happen so don't freak out because mm-hmm. we all get the newbie jitters and yeah. it's uh, yeah, you get scared yeah. yeah do you get scared you get worried that it's just not going to turn out all right so, we're so gonna we gonna got boil. it boiling and we've stirred in the malt extract and it's going to boil for a good maybe an hour so an it's, hour it's quite a bit yeah. an hour hour and yep. a half or something and then about ten minutes, or maybe, yeah, about ten minutes. Now, do before, you add all your extract at that first hour? Yep, it's all it's yep. all go one big and then, thing. Let's say you're about thirty minutes in. Now, at well, some some at what point the last thing you're going to have to do is to add your hops. Usually, it's about at ten the, minutes before you're done. Like it's going to boil. No. Hop, I, the one that I did was about ten. Minutes. It it uh, it, it you depends. Were going on a porter, though. It, it bitter. There's bittering hops. And there's aroma hops. And again, that's another show, but. A lot of times there's a 60-minute addition. It, it, there is, there is a, there's going to be a chart that tells you how, at, what time. at what time to put in. So you look at the clock when it starts boiling. Because on your recipe paper, you're going to write down these times that you do. You're going to write down when you start boiling, write down when you put the malt extract in, and then you're going to write down each time you put yeah. hops in. Because you're going to want to know you, these The moment you start boiling is a key point. You write that time down. You write down. that time down. And if it says add 
add your boil or add hops at 30 minutes. That means with 30 minutes left in your total boil, you're going to add your hops, not 30 minutes into it. Correct. That, mm-hmm. that is kind of confusing. It's and, you minus it off the end. Right. And, and I, I, the, the kits that we got, we found, we had here locally, there's two types of hops. They were, they were labeled bittering and they're bitter to ro- a later yeah, uh, the aroma. aroma. Yeah. Bittering hops go in early because it, uh, that's what, it, the bittering is actually an oil in the hop. And you have to boil the hop to get that oil out. And the mm-hmm. aroma, but you lose the aroma. So you add hops later in the boil to f- keep that aroma. Right. To give it that kind of smell. To give it the hoppy smell. And that's mm-hmm. when it really smells like beer. Yeah. yeah and that's when, when you, you add really those in. bask in it. And, yeah. and keep an eye on it because there is a chance that the pot will flare up. If you're using, you know, if you're using like a three-gallon pot, keep an eye on it at that mm-hmm. time. Is there because, anything you can use to kind of fight yeah, that? Yeah, there is. is that it's, not it's, something it's, you'd do with the no, I've never stage. encountered a no, yeah, pot I, I, we've never extract. We've never. Right. I've never overboiled on the stove. And I've never seen it get really close either. I no. mean, you're, you're, most of the time you're pretty attentive to it. You're always standing by, you know, watching. But I've never had a problem where I've had to stir it because it was starting to bubble. Right. Up. Yeah. It's okay. And and then you... Uh, so we got the hops in. It's boiled. We've steeped. We've boiled. We've put in the malt. We've put in the hops. Everything's boiled. And now we're... You've got we're, maybe five minutes left. You'll have your last hop addition. You're and then... kill the boil. Mm-hmm. And now priority one is get that thing cool. The first and now the first time that I the first time that I did this, and I think this was the first thing when we first started brewing, our, you we went and bought ice, and you we had like you know we had a double sink in the house, and you filled up the sink full of ice, and you d- immediately took your pot off of the stove and put it in the ice and ran and, ran cold water and ran it. Yeah, and then ran not in it, but like ran cold water alongside of it. And yeah, you just stirred it occasionally, not a very vigorous stir. Right, we're no, not. We're not. You we know, can. You can. You can do whatever you want. I. I, I guess I. Know. I just kind of. You know. Easily. What, what we're. What we're trying to do here is bring it to seventy. Say, right. We, what we're trying to do is we've boiled it, and now what we we when you boil you get rid of all the tannins and all the bad flavors, and now what we need to do is cool that down because yeast can't survive in hot water. Because you're gonna pitch yeast after right. you get it cooled down. If you put the yeast in too hot, it'll kill the yeast. Yeast are living organisms, and you want to cool it down as quick as you can because. It is after it's done boiling. It's susceptible, 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 whatever, susceptible, susceptible <laughs> to Bacteria. infections and stuff. Stuff that's in the air that you you don't want in there. Yeah. So you're gonna take your pot, put it straight in the cold water, get that cooled down. Now, what temperature you're trying to hit? We you want to hit seventy five ish. Now this is a time where it may be good to have what's called. A wart chiller. Mm-hmm. That's probably something you won't have. We'll, at this we'll point discuss in, that in during uh, probably all grain. next next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe the next. Okay, next, but uh, uh, next you know, podcast, cooling yeah. it in your sink, it's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, you don't. It, you want to get it down as fast as possible, but chances but are don't let nothing. Us, when we tell you to make it, there's as nothing fast to worry possible, about. Don't freak yeah. out. Yeah, like, don't. I yeah. gotta get it down. Oh here. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not gonna kill you if it's out. Yeah, I know guys that put a lid on it and let it sit overnight because you have to. Because it, you, you, yeah. you know, no matter what, you got to pitch that yeast, and you, you know, if your yeast dies, then it's then your whole. So it's while all you're wasted. cooling that, what are you doing with your yeast? You are well, your yeast at this stage probably nothing, but what you are doing is sanitizing your fermenter. Yep, you're going right. to sanitize your five, which and is a five gallon bucket. It, it'll it's seem a weird because that sanitizer's a, a little yeah. soapy, and the it's first weird. time we we kind of got freaked out because it's <laughs> like I if you you want to put that sanitizer on immediately after and dump and then dump it out, and you want it still wet in that bucket when you put in your 
your beer. And What's it's kind of weird because you, you feel like you're pouring. Don't fear the foam. Yeah. yeah. You don't, don't, don't fear the foam because it, you feel you're going to feel like you're putting soap into your beer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's not. It's not what it is. And, and, it, it has no flavor. And, and, and there's something you should. You have to clean and you have to sanitize. And this 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 take a second. Um, cleaner you must rinse off. You need to rinse off cleaner. Sanitizer you don't rinse off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now there are products that come that are to both. Well, e- like Easy Clean is a cleaner and a sanitizer, so you don't. It's you no still rinse. Don't, you don't. You don't rinse. It. But if you you can't just clean it and say that's sanitized. You know. <laughs> a, a, right. re- a real popular is PBW and Star Sand. PBW Which is, really is, a, is a cleaner. And then you rinse that. You want that all gone. And then you put star stand in, which is a sanitizer, and you leave that wet. Mm-hmm. Right. So so you've got your fermenter ready. And your warts. It's wet with the sanitizer. Mm-hmm. You've dumped out. You don't want to leave the sanitizer in there, obviously. But right. you want it to be damp in there. From the sanitizer. Using terminology, if we say wart, wart is your liquid that is unfermented beer. Unf- down. Unfermented beer. Unfermented beer. It's the so liquid once that you, you have in the sink Once right you now. steep that first bag of grains, that becomes wart. It is wart. It's and we'll use that word wart in your recipe. Wort. It's pronounced wart. And the recipes are very – the recipes that we've used are very descriptive. You learn a lot when you're just well, going and, the recipe. And, but they're notoriously – they're descriptive. They'll get you beer, but they're Here's notoriously way, bad. Read about them. Here's you know? a good mm-hmm. way to remember it. Wart is unfermented beer. Wart is unfermented beer, and warts are things that grow on Devin's body. So. <laughs> We've seen them. We all see. Them. Okay, but that's not true. And but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't remember what we were talking about. Something about the, beer. Yeah. All right. So okay. let's. Sorry. So let audience, ladies and gentlemen, we digress. You got your. You we got your thing cooled down to about forty five. Your words cooled no, down to forty five. No, your you, it does not cool seven. down to. 45 I say well, seventy five. <laughs> seventy five. My apologies. You make a beer cycle. <laughs> You're gonna want to freeze it. Seventy five degrees. <laughs> If you got your, your, your fermentation bucket sanitized, what you're going to do is you're going to lift up your your pot of wort, and you're going to pour your wort into your fermenting bucket. Wort. wort. Pour Just, your wort into the bucket. A lot of people call it wort. It's, it's, it's the yeah, same it's, it's, damn It's spelled thing. like wort. Yeah. Jiminy. But anyway, yeah. All right. So you, you, you were pouring it in our, in our fermenting bucket, and it's done, and we've got it sitting in there. So you're looking down at your fermenting bucket, and you can see your wort <laughs> uh-huh. sitting there. And you're gonna. What you're gonna do is now you're gonna take your yeast. The little uh, package. The little package. Yeah. How, do you do that before you add the water? Mm, oh, I forgot. We had. Yeah. We're, you're we're gonna have. It's two, been a long time since you, we've been. You're gonna have yeah, two have. and a half gallons of wort in there, and then you're gonna fill um, water from your sink, or we use our little black wand thing, mm-hmm. and you, then you're gonna fill that up to five gallons. Now, you make five yeah, gallons. Of here's a time. here's a flaw that I did, or a. Or a mistake that I did. I, my first batch, I put too much water in. I filled to the wrong fill line. And it line, still turned out as and beer. And it still turned out as beer. It was a little watered down, which is going to take – it's going to take down your alcohol level. But, you know, don't freak out because, you know, when I did it, I, I realized it right away. And so I, I didn't take out out of the bucket because I didn't want to take the out all those flavors. The bucket has lines that tells it. you how many yeah. gallons are in this. Yeah, you got yeah. the lines. And but, so you're if you not actually go- going to fill to – the level you're going to fill until your hydrometer tells you it's at the right, right. level. 
Yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know. You, it's not. It's not pH. I don't know what the hell. Specific gravity. I would not specific suggest gravity. taking out one. If you've yeah. accidentally overfilled, don't take out to right. the right level. Right. Yeah. Absolutely not. You're going to have a range with your specific gravity that you can hit. And specific gravity. You want to talk about that or? No. Uh, I want you to talk. I, about I will that. talk about <laughs> it. Hold on. Let's talk about the yeast first. Well, we. You, what the yeast? What is the yeast doing? Well, we, we're not. You doing yeast? We're not. Yet. We're taking no, specific yeah. gravity. No, you we're take not. Gra- you take your gravity yeah. before you put the yeast in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it matters, but I mean, we talked about it, so I just wanted. Okay. So what specific gravity is, is the amount of stuff that's not water that's in water. Um, and what you are, um, and like I say, I'm not a scientist or anything, but you are uh, you're, amateur you're scientist. an amateur uh, and, and photographer, ladies. Um, so, yes, uh, so what happens is you're, you have a hydrometer. What a hydrometer is, is it's a glass piece. It's like, it looks like a glass thermometer with a big end. Okay? And, and it is... <laughs> Sounds like take, my ex-wife. Take, take, <laughs> am I right? Take that for what it's worth. But anyway, All so right. you take uh, so you take that and you drop it in, and that, what that does is that floats in, that floats the big end floats downward, and it floats in the beer, and you read what number. The big the, end floats. It's clearly it's clearly labeled on that hydrometer yeah, what beer is supposed to be at. So what we're checking for is how much sugar is suspended into the, in the water, okay? Yeah. And what that tells us is how much food the yeast has because the yeast eats the sugar and turns it into ethanol through anaerobic cellular respiration. So what we're after is we want to know how much <laughs> we want to know how much sugar is in there because that right. tells that's called your starting gravity or SG. So you read where the level is on the hydrometer. It's kind of hard to explain. You'll so know the people no, that are like the, me, the, what we're doing what here. What this is going to do is tell you how much, how much alcohol it's going to be in the end. It's so the, the more thing. water you add, the less sugars per volume mm-hmm. that the yeast has to eat, therefore the less alcoholic in total that it's going to be. And your hydrometer will have an alcohol percentage on there. Don't go by that right yet because what we're going to do is when the beer is done fermenting, we're going to take another gravity reading and then we're going to subtract now, that f- from the we're going to subtract the final gravity from the starting gravity and times that by 113.5, I think, don't quote me on that. And then we uh that is your percentage of alcohol by volume. Right. So when you're filling up your water, you're going to want to try and not foam it up a ton mm-hmm. because when you drop this thing in, one of the problems you're going to have is that it's going to be difficult to read because there's going to be a lot of foam in Because you, you need just, to know the water level, not two, the foam level. You just put in two and a half gallons. It, it, so yeah. you're going to read you at the water level. Now, no, one of the things that some of your kits will come right. with that is going to be really helpful is what's called a thief. And a thief is a little tube that you dunk in there. And it'll take a sample, sample of the beer, or of the wort, and then you can from that tube drop your hydrometer in there without having to put it in the fermenter, yeah, really and that'll nice. let you get a more accurate reading. So that's something you may want to look at doing. Otherwise, you're going to have to mess with those bubbles, try and blow on them to get them to go. And away that's something so you you'll learn see. after. So your let's yeah. get to the yeast pitching now. So now you you've right filled, now you're, you're starting. So you filled to your proper starting gravity. If you're under, you fill more water. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're under, you want to add more water. If you're over, well, shit, then you're over. Very rarely do you ever yeah. go under or over. I've never seen it. Yeah, you, you usually, the, the recipe easy, kit will tell you what enough. your starting gravity should you be. You know, I wouldn't start measuring until four we're, gallons. We're making it more technical than it really is. I mean, right. it's, you're not going to have to really worry about it. Don't like, worry about it. It's going to happen. It's going to be, you're going to be fine. We miss gravity still. I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. um, so let's pitch this yeast. Pitch the yeast, Devin. Why don't you talk about pitching yeast? Pitch you seem to want to talk about it so damn bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just trying to get the the this, these clocks moving here. All right. So the so we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna pitch the yeast. We're gonna we have our uh, our uh, worts in our bucket. It's filled up to the, our line, which is our five gallons. Yep. What we're gonna do is we're gonna open up your your yeast packet, which is, which you'll find out when you get it. You know, it's gonna say yeast on it. What you're gonna do is you're gonna open it up. And sprinkle it in widely, you know, pretty widely spread, like you're putting sprinkles on a cookie or something. You know, it you looks wanna, like sprinkles. You don't want to put it in like big, like big clump. You want to kind of spread it around the entire top of it. Then what you're gonna want, then what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your stir stick and you're gonna just stir it in there. Pretty is it vigorously? I think right, right. Because at this stage, we want to introduce oxygen into the beer because mm-hmm. the the yeast need that to reproduce. So we want oxygen in now, but we don't want it in later. But that's another mm-hmm. show. So, uh, and yep, so. what if they have a liquid yeast? Because a lot, some of these starter kits thing. will. You're gonna pitch well, it. You're gonna pitch same it thing, except you need to smack the bag. For white, depends on what because there's different liquid. White labs, you, you white labs a little vial. You just pour it in. Oh, okay. And if it's liquid, uh, white yeast, then you pop it. Yeast. We'll have a, a we'll a have a segment pack. on yeast, I think, on, and yeast you know, the differences and between yeah. dry and, and uh, liquid yeast, and what we think is better and what yeah. people uh, say. A, is. a dry yeast is good for your first time, I think, because if you're ordering through the mail, which it's usually going to be dry yeast with your with your extra. Yeah, kit. sitting out on the you don't want your your your. Uh, Liquid yeast in the yep. heat or anything. So okay. if you're ordering through the mail, let's get back to pitching the yeast. Dry. All right, so so we're pitching the yeast and we're stirring vigorously, and then we're gonna we're gonna stop. We're gonna put our lid on it. Sanitized lid, yes. There's our sanitized lid. And why don't um, one of you guys tell me tell them the audience about the. Uh, the the deal on top yeah, of the the, the what, bung the what is it called <laughs> the bung goes in the carboy it is an airlock and what that is for is we need the yeast will um produce car what they're they're eating sugar and they're producing ethanol and carbon dioxide so we need to let that carbon dioxide out of the fermenter or you're going to have a you know it's going to gain a lot of pressure and without letting other right but we can't let oxygen in. Because then it wouldn't. Then it's not anaerobic cellular respiration, and then it, so it's not. The absence of air is what's making this beer. So we don't want air to get in anymore. So all right. So that yep. so you and so I'll, that's why you need that seal. It's not going to. It's going to let CO two out, and it's not, not going. And to when let you look at this in. seal, you're, it's going to say to put your liquid in it to a certain line. And now some people put water in, and now we've put vodka in it every time. You and can I don't use know water. what the difference is, or if there's some science you behind that. Either fill it with sanitizing solution or vodka, because we don't want bacteria getting through it. Mm-hmm. So the vodka is just it's alcohol, you know. Yeah. And you know whatever. Yeah, if you have a bottle of vodka, it's just. It's not even a it, shot. Man. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a big deal. deal. So we've put that, we've put our uh, our stopper in there, and now you're going to put your bucket into a nice temperature place. We'll talk about temperature later on. How but let's touch it on is. it right now. We'll talk. Though, we'll have a segment on how important temperature control is right now because we're running short on time here. We want to kind of give you guys time is nothing. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to have Sean touch up on um, where, gonna, where are you going to want to put this? Where are you going to want to put your beer? Uh, the best place you're you're. Not necessarily the coolest place, but most stable place in your house because fluctuation in temperature is what you want to avoid. Um, 
anywhere between what sixty five and seventy two. Yeah, I and mean, for more I mean, flaws, we've done, we've had horrible. I prefer control. like sixty eight. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel comfortable at. I don't really have anything to back and, that and up. And we've that's had verified. Like. We had varied in temperature before, and it didn't exactly ruin any of our beers, mm-hmm. but they could no. have been better no. due to that temperature. But you right. want to have a stable, like you so said. So maybe somewhere one. in the basement that's not right by the the propane the tank or propane heater. And whatever. you want it to be kind of dark. Dark, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, just, you know, especially if you're using a carboy, you don't want light. It'll yeah, because a carboy is clear. Mm-hmm. So and the we'll light quick can touch on time. You're going to have that bucket sit there for how long? Two weeks. Two to three usually. weeks. We let ours sit on the yeast for three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. And then you could put in a secondary. We'll also have a segment on secondary, adding things to the secondary and stuff like that. So your right ins- now. Your instructions are going to say use a secondary. You don't have to if you don't want to. So right now, yeah. we're going to let our bucket sit there for two weeks. And then uh, next Three you know, next segment, maybe we'll we'll talk about all grain. We'll talk about bo- the bottling process, I think, is what we're going to start with next time. Where are we and, at uh, on time? Well, uh... <laughs> We're at 36, Adam. But don't 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 question me about how I run this crap. Right? You shut your damn mouth. Just let me do my thing. All right. So we got that. We got the bucket sitting there. We'll touch up with you guys next time. We'll probably start on the bottling process because that's probably the next process that they'll want to know about. Is Brew what day part two. Brew day part two. We'll talk to you about all grain brewing, which is what we do. It's kind of a little more advanced, but it's, it's you know it's super easy. We'll kind of go through that process. Takes a little more equipment. Talk about yeast. We'll talk about a lot of things. Mainly what we guys, you know, uh, we're we'll the barley Devin flustered again, and um, we're the Devin barley getting pissed it up. <laughs> <laughs> we're the well, we, we have a we have a Facebook page, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. the Barley Boys at Facebook, I think, and we have a website, a blog spot, and uh, yeah, I mean, email yeah. us yeah, barleyboysbrewing at gmail. You are interested in if there's products you want us to tell you our Feedback. opinion on, maybe. And on that Facebook group, we'll tell you guys when we're in studio. We'll give you guys our number. Yeah. You can call in. You know, we'll be we're going to be in studio for an hour. Call in, ask us questions. We're more than happy to answer them. Or tell us something we're doing or, wrong. Yeah, or, yeah, or post wrong. questions on the group, you know, and we'll we'll uh, we'll maybe have a little deal at the end of every show where we talk about your questions. And stuff, yeah. And we'll go through yeah. that. Yeah. We'll touch up on those things and let us know if there's something about the brew process you would like us to uh, elaborate on or talk more about. So um, we're here for you We guys. won't let Devin give you guys any instructions because that would just be irresponsible. But uh, we'll be here to answer questions. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> in conclusion, uh, we're the Barley Boys. I'm Devin Beercom. I'm Sean Smith. And I'm Nora Babram. <laughs> Adam Austin. This is Casey. And, uh, <laughs> keep on brewing, guys. All yeah, right. We'll keep see- brewing. We'll see you next time.